Hi there, and welcome back to the Balanced Balt Shuva. I'm your host, Adam Rubin. Welcome back to regulars. Welcome to newcomers. Always glad to have new folks on board. Show number five. We're in a five-part series on five keys to being a balanced Balt Shuva. Um, this is key number four. Your valuable self. Small disclaimer, I'm considering moving this more into the direction of not just for Bali Truva, but uh, as a show, working with titles right now, but possibly balanced Torah living with Adam Rubin. So that might be coming to a podcast near you, just in terms of the name change, opening up the scope a bit. Okay, your valuable self. This very well may be the most important of these five keys. Critical, critical aspect here. So, um, Rabbi Tversky writes about this. Rabbi Roll writes about this. It comes from other sources that they're drawing from as well. Those are the two primary ones I've seen recently. We'll go there. There are two main components to self-value and self-esteem. The first and the focus of this podcast is on your infinite value based on the fact that Hashem made you and gave you a holy neshama, a special neshama. That's the bedrock. That's the foundation. And the second aspect, in addition to that constant core value that just is, a value of just being, is the value that's connected to competency and effectiveness. So we'll start here with the fact that we are immersed in a society which almost primarily focuses on value associated with effectiveness, with profit, outcome, you meet somebody, hi, what's your name? What do you do? And what you do and how much money you make and how many letters are after your name, that's your value. And then we put people in boxes. He's a doctor. He's an attorney. He's a teacher. And that's, that's your value based on what you do. And it's backwards. It's, you know, very much so... Greek and Roman culture. We've just uh, ended the amazing Chag of Hanukkah and the focus really highlighting the difference between Greek culture and, and Torah values. And Greek is very, was very much so focused on outcome, physical, um, you know, in terms of athletic events, the winner, doesn't matter what means you take to get there, what, what was the end product. Versus the, the Torah vision of an intrinsic value and also the value in process, not just outcomes. So we are flying in the face of cultural norms here. And we have to bring a lot of, a lot of uh, tools to the table to reorient ourselves to this fundamental reality that our intrinsic value and worth comes from the fact that Hashem created us, Hashem creates us, Hashem created you, 
Hashem continues to create you. And He is endowing you with a godly soul, with godliness, a piece of Himself, chelik elokai memal, that is within you, that is infused within you, and that gives you tremendous value. That's the foundation. And then, it's true that with the tools that Hashem has given us, what we do in life is certainly important in our effectiveness and our ability to go out in the world and to make a difference. We have to rewire ourselves that our core value is based on the first part, that we have this godly essence, this Hashemness that is a part of us, and that we are a unique expression of Hashem in the world. You are a unique constellation of traits, qualities, life experience, a unique person. You're a one-of-a-time creation. There was never anyone like you ever before. There will never be anyone exactly like you ever again. You express Hashem in a unique way that no human being ever in history has or will do in that way. You're a very special expression of Hashem in this world, totally unique. And that's your core value. I mentioned this book last time, but I've, but I've been working through this really powerful book, 10 Steps to Being Your Best by Rabbi Tversky. The second step really focuses on this. One tool as we work to rewire this, and it will take tremendous effort, is having some type of mantra. Where in your mantra, you start out by focusing on the fact that you you deserve to recognize and to regard yourself as having value and worth just because you were created by Hashem. Hashem's creating you now. And He is endowing you with a godly soul. And then to highlight in your mantra, as Rabbi Tversky does, in his mantra in the book, that because of your godly soul, the fact that Hashem has given you life, therefore you have an unconditional value and inherent worth just by being, just by existing, independent of doing anything, accomplishing anything, any type of activity that you're doing in the world. And we are all guilty, even subconsciously, very much so com- subconsciously, of trying to obtain a achievement-oriented sense of self-worth. And therefore, we are constantly chasing after one accomplishment to the next, one you know, a step in salary, a move to a better position at work, move to a better home, the higher the higher end car, always seeking to gain that sense of value that we are all so thirsty for by obtaining the next outcome, the next physical level, the next materialistic level. And it's a never-ending cycle that is that will lead us nowhere and we put so much time and energy into. Rabbi Tversky mentions one, one story uh, in, in the book that hit me like a ton of bricks. 
He speaks about a, a an attorney who had become a wealthy developer. This was a client of his who had been admitted to the hospital with a bleeding stomach ulcer. And he was very involved in volunteer work in his community. And in the consultation, he said, Doctor, one of the walls in my living room is covered with awards and tributes I've received from community organizations. I look at them, but they mean nothing to me. Bam. And subconsciously, we are all striving to get those awards up on the wall, whether it's the degree, the acknowledgement from work, the acknowledgement from neighbors. We, we even subconsciously so drive to think that if we get those awards in whatever flavor they come in, that we're then going to feel like we made it and, and then we're valuable. This man had awards from floor to ceiling, ceiling to floor in his house, and he would look at them and they meant nothing to him. And I'm sure we've all had different experiences with, with this in some way, and that just really hit me. And we, we have to put in tremendous effort here to, to change this. Now, I remember when I was studying for the bar exam and great program, uh, Shemer bar exam, local Maryland program. I, unfortunately, I don't think it's in existence anymore, but it was a great course and a lot of great tools in it. And I think about even trying to use them in personal growth. And one thing I remember is when Professor Shemer was talking about how people who were working full-time or part-time could uh, how, how could they study and how they could set up their regimen? Because for people who weren't working, it was you know, 9, 10, 11 hour day schedule, extremely regimented of how you'd break up the day in terms of studying, doing this type of essay writing, then focusing on this subject matter, et cetera, super regimented. But then, and then for people who also had to work, you know, taking the flashcards, fitting in five minutes here, 10 minutes there, you know, during, during the, the break, walking to your car with the flashcards, whatever it is, nooking it into any free moment possible. We are fighting such an uphill climb in reorienting ourselves that our core value is based on who we are and the stuff that we're made of being humans that are infused with a godly core, a Hashemness that emanates from us. To, to reorient ourselves and really believe that and live it versus having it just be intellectual is a Herculean challenge and we have got to find ways to, to rewire it. And it could be taking those flashcards, using the mantra, doing journaling, whatever type of techniques, but we really have to put in the effort. I've, I've personally tried to, to do this before and given lip service to it and it just does not work. If you, if you try to do it a little bit, we're putting in a few pieces of code against the system that has been hardwired into us since we were little kids that has drives and drives of code, which are saying differently, that your value is based on what you do, how much money you make, etc. So, and I can tell you from personal experience, doing this a little bit and just trying to, you know, whatever, work in the mantra for two minutes a day or journal about it a few times, just ponder it for a few minutes, it ain't going to work. So it's incumbent upon all of us to step up to the plate and to really put in a significant effort here. And Dr. Tversky 
Dr. Rabbi Tursky talks about in here about how look we've been hardwired for for decades and it's not this is not going to be corrected in a week or even a month. But he also highlights Bishvili Nivra Olam, as we learn in the Gemara that everyone is required to say that the world was created for me, and we have to have that sense that Chiv is upon us no less than the Chiv of being the Kaddish Shabbos or blowing shofar on, on Rosh Hashanah. It's a chiv to feel and to live with a, an awareness, not just intellectual, but, to, but a, a living, breathing awareness that the world was created for you. And you have to know it, and we are, we are derelict in our duty if we do not put in the effort to achieve this. And it's a huge part of balance to live with this truth. I give everyone a bracha that you should have success with this. I end with another key point that I often think about that, that Rabbi Roll brings down in a number of books and that I I believe is also that, that he's drawing um you know from a from a from a different authority in, in bringing it down. Um I'm not sure how far this goes back, but the the vort of that you should love your fellow like yourself. Now, what does that mean? You know, the end of that, the end of that, like yourself, that we are required to love others like we love ourselves. The love, appreciation, recognition of our own value that we have for ourselves is the yardstick, is the metric that we will be able to draw on the foundation that we'll be able to draw on when interacting, engaging with other people. And that if we don't have this recognition of our own value and worth based on who we are and not what we do, it will forever limit all of our relationships. It will limit the ability to develop your relationship with your spouse, with your parents, with your friends, with your coworkers, with your children, with everyone, because you will always measure them by the, well, what do you do? How are you doing in school? What are you doing for me? How, how active are you in the house? How many chores are you doing? How efficient are you on the home front? How efficient are you as a worker? We're going to bring the same yardstick to them if that's how we are measuring ourselves. So this is not a selfish endeavor. Even if it didn't involve other people, it wouldn't be a selfish endeavor because it's a chiv, and this is what Hashem wants us to be in sync with. On top of it, this will most certainly enhance the quality of your relationships across the board, and you will be able to love others, give to others, see the good in others, appreciate others at a whole new plane by wholeheartedly engaging in this endeavor. Hatzlach on this fourth key of being a balanced about Shuvah. All the best, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Bye-bye.